What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are, Engaging Heaven Today. I'm James Levesque. I want to thank you for tuning in and making this part of your day. Listen, this is the week our Sid Roth episode airs. So if you haven't caught it yet, you can. All week long, I believe it's airing this Friday night at 7. It's going to be on TBN. I can check out the CTN schedule, let you guys know. But, um, yeah, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be an awesome episode. I'm sure so many people are going to be touched by it. I shared some of the most amazing uh, encounters I've ever had on it. So, anyway, check that out. And if you are here because of the show, thank you for tuning in. We uh, have a lot more great announcements coming up soon. So, we're going to call this episode, and we kind of touched on it yesterday, but we're going to call it Starting With Me. I grew up in what would be considered a pretty low-income area, right? Somebody called the hood. We always would refer to it as the ghetto growing up. Like, I don't, I don't remember anybody having dads, right? It's just the way we grew up, right? I mean, it's just, you know, it, it was really poor. It's funny. Somebody got offended one time when I said the word ghetto. I'm like, honey, why don't you come to my mom's house right now? But I've seen people get murdered growing up, like, just right in front of me. I've seen some crazy things. But I also realized that there was a mindset that would try to come on me in my life. And that really was to look at all of the unfortunate events and not take responsibility. So I never had, you know, I grew up pretty poor, right? Everybody seemed to be on welfare. Uh, Drug dealers and people hustling in the streets were people I looked up to. I never really, there was not, never really, there was no father in my life. I didn't know who he was. And there's a point in your life that you, you, the devil wants to shape you by your past, right? And there's a moment in life where you start looking around and you wonder why, right? You go through this season of like, why? Why am I here? Why did I never have a dad? How come I never got the, you know, the privileges that other kids had, right? Or other families. I mean, this is growing up in the projects. There wasn't a lot of afforded to us. And then you start to like wear this chip of like, you know, blaming everybody else for you know, why you're this way. There's almost a false sense of security. This is my identity. This is who I am. Nope, my identity's not uh, being non-educated. My identity's not, you know, but it's easy to blame everybody for the reason you're in this position, right? My mother, my this, my that. Everybody in life has dealt their life, right? Good, bad, or indifferent. Everybody's going to have struggles. Not just, it's not, an, not limited to economic lines, but there was a moment in my life I remember shortly after I got saved that I had to like answer some questions, right? Am I complaining that I had a kid at 15, 16 years old? Blaming what? Who am I blaming? Like at what point is it not cute anymore? And then one day, I, as I had the Bible in my lap, something hit me. I can't control what has happened. And it was weird. I looked at the Bible in my lap and it looked like a, it was like a weird movie. I just saw the Bible standing upright and it was like a a bookmarker, like a marker on the wall of books. And everything from the left side of this Bible was my past that I could not control, right? I don't choose how I'm born in this world. I can't choose where I live and where I went to school or didn't go to school. And I can't choose the environment that I was raised in. I can't choose the fact that I never had a dad. Like you don't get those choices. 
But then I saw the other side of the Bible, which was the next chapter. And the Lord said, this has not been written yet. And you, James Levesque, you have to make a decision to get healed of your past and, and realize that from this point forward, it's on you. What does that mean? Do I change who I am? Does that mean my past isn't my past? No, not at all. That means my grace and healing is available for you. And all the promises of God are yours going forward. You're writing the story now. And if you'll believe me, James, I will move in your life. I'll move in your family name as if you are a fifth or sixth generation preacher. And that was hard to understand, right? Because I'm first generation. You know, I have heroes, right? I got, you know, I think of uh, major Christian families. I think of Dr. Mark Spitzberg. And I think of, you know, guys that are five, six, seven generation preachers. That wasn't me. But the Lord said, if you believe me, it will be you. And at that moment, I had to make a decision. And that decision was, it's going to start with me. It starts with me. It starts with you. We're in a day where we want change to happen every other angle, right? We want you to change. You want someone else to change. You know, it's like peace. Peace is, somebody said, well, man, if they just change, then I'll have peace. No, peace isn't the absence of a conflict. I've just said it. It's the presence of a person. That person is Jesus. And so, when we stretch this thing across change, right, we all want change. We all want reformation. We all want, you know, to see life better for our children, our grandchildren. That's going to start with you, right? It's like I heard T.D. Jake say one day, everybody wants to change the world, but let's start with the less lofty goal of changing your life. Like, right, you're thinking. I can't control you. I can't control your reactions, but I can control mine. And that day I had to make a decision that I was going to stop giving excuses and stop complaining. I had every reason to, right? I had to stop getting upset and wishing I had a different hand in life. And I was going to make a difference because of this, the word of God. The promises of the Bible are for you today, right? When the Bible says things like your children and grandchildren will be blessed, you know, that wasn't just for people that had money or people that had a whole family. You know what I mean? And I had to make a decision that the promises of God were going to work in my life no matter what. Did not matter. That I was going to make a decision that the promises of God were going to work in my life. If God said it, it's mine. He didn't die on the cross and say, well, you know, this group over here is going to be a little harder to access what I'm dying for. No. And so, in light of this cancel culture, in light of everybody's unbelief today, right? Everybody is, it's like, how many times have I talked to us about, you know, not holding God on trial? But in light of all that, we've got we've to make a decision ourselves to bring change. We've got to make a decision that, that we are going to be the ones that are going to bring change in our life first. The Bible says the obedience of one, many people will be made righteous. And today, you can't control what's going on around you. You can't even control how people treat you. You can't control what, what goes on, but what you can control is how you handle things in your heart and what you do about it. 
And learning to forgive and love and learning to make change start with you is, I think, imperative. Right? That's one of the reasons the other day that I said I loved having Sean Foyt last weekend. You know, there's a lot of responses and reactions to the world right now. But a guy that's willing to go right in that corner in Minneapolis and start baptizing people and leading worship where George Floyd was brutally murdered, I can respect that. A guy that's going to go up and down the, the, the seashores of California like another Jesus movement, lead worship and baptize people and thousands are gathering. Yeah, I respect that. Because instead of sitting at home complaining or just, you know, being a Facebook voyeur, he's making a decision, right? New England, for the most part, it's still kind of locked up in areas. And yet he came in with us and said, no, we're going to worship. I love that. Because you can't control what's going on around you. It's crazier and crazier by the minute. But what you can't control... And the reason that I call this podcast starting with me, because it starts with you. Make a difference. Make a change. Let's have faith like children. We love you. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. We're going to address some crazy stuff. Thank you for tuning in to Engaging Heaven today. I'm out. Thanks for listening to Engaging Heaven today. As a reminder, subscribe and review. We love hearing your great feedback. Also, share the podcast with everyone you know and help us spread the word of God. 